Hello, everybody, and welcome. Have a sweet, sweet welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 21. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that, dude. For those We're old enough to drink. We're old enough to drink. Get into the club. I'm not gonna pour out. I'm not gonna pour out anything for the homies because I'm 21. I'm selfish. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> that caught me so off guard, man. I was not expecting you to do that. <laughs> also, whoever listens to this is gonna have the ear blo- ear- eardrums blown out. Right. Disclaimer: Please turn your volume down. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's funny, dude. I, I was gonna say somebody asked me to play Wonderwall, and I said maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, I don't know. And I said maybe you're gonna be the one that saves me. me. God, that song sucks. <laughs> and after all, matter of fact, can I can I just be honest? I don't like Oasis at all. Not even not even that song. No, I really oh, liked okay. it in college for some reason, but I think that was a requirement to go to college. Yeah. Uh, take the Oasis midterms. Right. Like, and then I listen to it now and I'm like, oh no, you're just not good. Nope. <laughs> nope. Like, and pass. And hard pass. Yep. It's for me, I honestly haven't listened to a lot of their stuff besides besides Wonderwall. Um, it's just it's one of those it's one of those bands where it's like you know that kind of that one song, you know, and, and you're like, well, what else have they done? You're like, I, I don't I don't know. Dude, for me, it's like Oasis, like 311, they all fall into that same camp. Yeah, I know like two 311 songs. It's uh, like I, I think they're from their like first CD, first or second. Yeah, it's like you, you were required to like oasis and 311 in high school and like early college because it was a requirement and sometimes you know, incubus and sometimes well i like incubus though <laughs> uh megalomania megalomaniac is such a good song it'd be pretty fun to do like a nostalgia episode uh where we just talk about like why wow, you're just stuff. gonna talk about jimmy eat world <laughs> i will not there's other old bands i listen to nick nicholas <laughs> Although I did, I did listen to my clarity. Oh my god, final. stop! No, nope. I did. Was it clear? Did. did you get the clear variant? No, it's black. Oh, so it's not very clear then, huh? What kind of clarity is that? <laughs> That's true. False I'm advertising. A, False advertising. I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> a strongly worded letter. It's really just gonna be fan mail. It's like I love you so much. Love you so much. If you could kindly release this unclear, that'd be great. But black they, is totally they, okay. They, black they is did, fine. They did release an unclear. Clarity or yeah. or uh, static no. prevails. No, 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 no. Clarity. There's a clear variant. Really? Okay. Where yeah. at? Uh, I don't know. I just remember seeing it and hitting no thanks. <laughs> Actually, I thought about buying it so it could be the one I burned. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, but then you'd be wasting a perfectly good variant. <laughs> Limited. Do you have it? Do you have it in you as the fanciest person I know to destroy a limited edition variant of any band? I don't know. No, I'm a collector. Ex- exactly. You'd look at it and you'd be like, like I'm not, I, what was that band? We ordered something 
And I was like, I don't even listen to this band, but I'm gonna buy it anyway. What are we? Ordering? Oh, that that was uh, like the that was like the really Norma, limited uh, Norma, Norma Jean. Jean. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't really like Norma Jean, but this is super limited, and I super want it. So, yeah, that was like a one in. That was a low number, like a man. I don't remember, like one in fifty or something like that. Hey, hey, Josh, do you what? like do you like Pokemon cards? Yes. What if I told you I was staring at? A an elite trainer 25th celebration box unopened, along with like probably 30 booster packs unopened. Sounds like a good uh, sounds like a good Sunday afternoon. Sounds like I've had them for months and just haven't <laughs> opened them. <laughs> you have you have one of the anniversary ones to get your hands on one of those. Yeah, dude, they had them. I should have bought more, um, but they had them at the PX here. And uh, so I grabbed uh, an elite trainer pack plus a couple of the booster packs. And then they just got the new booster packs that came out. Uh, I can't remember the name of them. Uh, so I grabbed a couple of those, but it's so crazy here. Like people are going nuts over Pokemon cards here on posts that mm-hmm. now they're limiting like anything, Pokemon, magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever to four items per person per day. Wow. So, like, uh, granted, I could go buy four Elite Trainer Boxes if they have them in, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, like, it would be limited to just that. Not that I'm going to do that because, one, Elite Trainer Boxes aren't cheap. No, they're not. Uh, and But, like, I, I would go and, like, when they'd get booster packs in, I'd pick up, like, you know, six or seven booster packs. So, like, four bucks. Yeah. Uh, but now I can't do that. I, ha- I have to get four or I have to get my wife to come with me and she has to get four. Oh, they'll let you do that. They'll let you split it with her. Yeah, two separate people, two separate transactions. Nice. Don't get don't get mad. Don't hate me because you ain't me. All right. But but for for booster packs that they actually count that because those are yeah like, they any, those are they, small. They have a new system that ties it to your ID card that has to get scanned before you check out. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, like I'm telling you, there's got to be like some prison racket going on or something. I don't know. It's it's weird. You scan it and they're like, they're like, double check this guy's ID. He's a Pokemon fanatic. Also, because we, we haven't talked about food in a while, but uh, I am most definitely barbecuing today and I'm doing nice. it kind of in a weird way. Okay. How so? So I have a Traeger. Okay. You know what a Traeger is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My sister has one. Right, use the wood pellet. You can smoke on it. It's all great. Right, set it and forget mm-hmm. it. It's the crock pot of smokers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's 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 wonderful, right? But I am yeah, doing again. I am doing straight up like charcoal and wood on my Weber kettle. Just a good old fashioned, super low budget steel Weber kettle. Okay. And I am doing a delicious five pound rack of beef short ribs. Mm, that sounds good <laughs> yeah it, 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 they look delicious i just wrapped them uh, what kind of a, what kind of sauce uh are you talking about well so there's not going to be any sauce on them uh seasoning wise uh i like i like meat church you ever heard of meat church yes i have so i order from them uh pretty much exclusively nowadays um but for for these ribs i did some of their gospel rub and then i topped it off with some of their holy cow (laughs) nice so should be pretty delicious and i and i ordered in some some post oak wood chunks so we're going straight texas style 
Okay. You know, oh, real Texas style would have just been salt and pepper, but hey, all right. I'm fancy. <laughs> so we're going to church it up a little bit, pun intended, hashtag meat church. That's awesome. They just, they, <laughs> I've seen their stuff advertised. I've never tried it, but they, they look very good. Their spices. Oh, their rubs are good. Uh, I think I have a, I have a meat church hat that I wear pretty much exclusively. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty dope. It's a nice, like, gray, flex fitted meat church hat. And then, is uh, it a dad hat? Yeah, dude, it's totally a dad hat. <laughs> but like, like if you've ever watched anything from Meat Church, because uh, they do like YouTube videos and stuff, like you know Matt Pittman, like their their owner slash the guy who started the company, whatever. Like he's uh-huh. totally he's totally just like a dad. <laughs> nice, right? His his tagline is, "Hey, I'm not I'm not here to help you, or, or yeah, I'm not here to help you lose weight." Because every time he, 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 he's cooking stuff, he's like adding butter and all this stuff. He's like, yeah, I'm not here to help you lose weight. That's awesome. You, he's, he's, not, in his, he's in his spices while he's cooking, I would imagine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he's not really, like, he's not heavy set either. So, it's like, it's just funny. <laughs> That's cool. So, you're making those. Uh, well, you got them wrapped and ready to go. So, you're going to cook those later today? No, no. So they've been on, uh, I put them on at like nine 30. So they've been going for a while. Uh, and then I just wrapped them in butcher paper. Oh, nice. And put them, and put them back on. So they'll go for like another three or four hours. So your family is going to devour those. Who said anything about my family? You are going to devour them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so it's my daughter's birthday today. And, uh, Every, for everybody's birthday, we like they get to pick their their birthday dinner or whatever. So she really wanted uh, chicken Alfredo. So uh, wife is nice. gonna make chicken Alfredo, but I'm trying to cut back on the carbs. So I'm uh, I'm gonna eat some meat. You're like happy birthday to you. I'm making ribs. Oh, the dude, there's so there's so much here that I told her I was like, if you want ribs, you guys can have ribs. I just. I didn't want to smash, you know, an entire box of pasta because I can't control myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so, tell your daughter, tell your daughter happy birthday, man. That's awesome. Why? What's so happy about it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> or or don't. Man, get dark. I just told her, I was like, you got three more years left in this house, and then it's time to GTFO. <laughs> but why? Get the fun on. That's what GTFO stands for, right? Uh, no, we're an explicit podcast. All right. <laughs> so it's get the fuck out. 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 Um, you got you got a plan? <laughs> she better have a plan because there ain't no parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Are you guys doing anything fun for her birthday today? Uh, no, she had friends over yesterday. We, we did like her birthday celebration slash cake yesterday because like to me, Sunday is like family day, you know? Yeah, um, trying to not trying to not load up the weekend with just nonstop stuff. Yeah, well, like you got to get ready for work. They got to get kids got to get ready for school, um, that kind of thing. And I just don't want to be super busy on Sundays because I think that's just stupid. Like, because then I then like before you know it, Sunday's over and I got to go to bed and get up for work. It's like oh, you know? yeah. So super lazy day. Like I'm still in pajama pants. You know, I started the grill in my underwear, like went out to the backyard and all my glory, just like, fuck it. It's time to light this charcoal. Well, I went out to the backyard, like, like most people do when they barbecue, <laughs> just let it all out. I mean, my neighbor, I'm sure my neighbors have seen me out there just fucking lighting the grill in my underwear. 
But, they're, just, they're just like, yeah, par for the course. It's that's just Nick. I mean, that they, yeah, yeah, because like we, so we live in like a, a military housing community, and it's almost like townhouse. It, it is like townhouses, except for the walls aren't connected. Uh, there's mm-hmm. like the smallest gap, maybe like half an inch in between them. Um, so like there's a couple rows of houses, and every every summer we all barbecue. So they know I I cook all the time because I'm always out there throwing out ribs and whatever else. Nice. So, like, I'm pretty sure they don't care that I, I like the grill in my underwear. <laughs> they, they ever smell what you're cooking and uh, invite themselves over. They're like, they're like we, should, uh, we should go try that. That looks delicious. They do all the time. They'll, they'll be, like, walking by and they'll be like, so are you going to share? I'll be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fam, nah. Nah. It looks good, though. You're like, it is. It's delicious. You're just, like, eating in front of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eating it. You know, and then uh, when I barbecue, I just, I have to have beer. Uh, you know, that's just, that's just like a staple thing for me. Hey, staple. Yeah. You must have. It, it's, it's like a, I don't know, man. Like, do you have like a favorite food when you like watch movies or listen to music or something? Uh, Yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean, I'd say like wings are one of my, one of my go-tos. Like, I mean, I could pretty much do wings. Yeah, I could do in- wings anytime anytime yeah anytime like the you know especially hot like wings with with hot sauce uh super hot hot sauce like i love it um but that's like one of my go-to foods for sure um yeah but like you know like for me when when you barbecue you just have to have beer it's like when i started learning how to barbecue i just was always drinking beer so now when i barbecue if i'm not drinking beer it's like man this ain't gonna turn out right this ain't gonna turn out right i got i got to have some beer I got to have some beer. There you go. I mean, it does go hand in hand. So I agree. That's sick, dude. I cooked uh, I cooked a little bit as well. Not not near as fancy as you, but I did sous vide some tuna steaks again. Oh, damn. And uh, I need to do, do that again. I Yeah. Tuna steaks, man. Delicious I, in every I seared, country. <laughs> I seared them perfectly this time. Did and, you? Uh, yeah, I did. You didn't oversear them like you did last time? I did not. Even last time they were good, but this time I did like exactly 30 seconds, maybe a tad bit less. Did you do like now? Side. Did you do like the one-on-one tuna or did you bring it up a little bit higher? On the sous vide? Y- yeah. Uh, I think I I think I did one. I looked up a recipe on the the app for the um the sous vide machine and I did like 112 for like 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40, 45 minutes, something like that. What you what I need you to do is I need you to do 101 tuna. So like set the temp to 101. Yep. Set the temp to 101 and sear it maybe 10, 15 seconds on each side just to get some color. Okay. And then and then try it that way. And maybe 101 like, for how long? Uh, I would say probably like still give it about like 30, 40 minutes. So the thing with sous vide is as long as you don't way overshoot, your, your meat doesn't ever go above whatever temperature you have the water bath set to. Yeah. So, so, but depending on the protein, the longer it's in there, it starts to denature a little bit and you can change the texture. <clears throat> Tuna is kind of sensitive, but as long as you don't go over like an hour and a half, you're probably fine. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, well, it, t- it tasted better this time. Like it tasted good the first time, but it tasted better this time. Yeah, probably uh, less dry. Cereal searing it a little bit less so yeah i mean i was very i was happy with it turned out excellent made like a really a really spicy kind of um did, did you cook for yourself or uh no i cooked with a friend 
Okay. Uh, we we had yeah we had uh, we had dinner together. It was nice, and we made like a, I was trying to remember the a chutney. That's the word I was trying to think of. We made like a chutney to go what on. The top fuck's of a it. chutney? Like uh, kind of like a salsa, I guess, but more. I don't. I don't more know. chut like more chut. Yes, I don't know. It's like thick, not thicker. I don't know, dude. Thick with two C's I, or three C's. I don't know how to describe it. Let's see. I'm like I'm making up cuisine terms over here. I'm just like chut- no, no chutney's a word. No, I know it is. Um, yeah, it's like a thicker kind of salsa, I guess. Like so, it's a chunky boy. Chunk, chunky boy. Yeah, um, we, we put pineapple in it and ghost pepper and uh, a few other things. Um, you know, <laughs> along with like, along with some burning asshole about four hours later. Oh, it was spicy. It was spicy. <laughs> I, I was like, I can't make the I can't make the fish spicy, but I can make hey, the topping spicy. Josh, can I can I can I let you in on a little secret? Not everything has to be spicy. <laughs> no, I know exactly what a chutney is. I just wanted to hear you explain it. Okay, I was like, you know what a chutney is, dude. I'm like, really? <laughs> you're how like, thinking, you do, how, you're, you're thinking you're yeah. like, this is a pretty common cooking term. How does he not know this? Right. I'm like, have you heard of a fork, bro? Have you heard of a fork? Nah, I exclusively eat with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you describe a chutney? Like, because I genuinely was thinking of a good way to describe it. Because it, it is, in my mind, it's kind of it's, like a it, salsa. It, it's like a salsa, right? Like, like, yeah, it's a salsa. When you go to a when you go to a fancy restaurant, they don't want to say pineapple salsa, right? So they'll right. say like pineapple chutney, and you're like, oh, it must be different. Must be no, like, that sounds fancy. I'll take it. Yeah, just like Trace Leches is Spanish for three leches. I don't know. <laughs> three leches. <laughs> what makes what makes this Trace Leches cake good? Um, I, I'm thinking about getting uh, it. It's the well, three it's, leches. Duh. Um, it's two leches better than one leches. Obviously, I'll can't take you. Do, it. Can't you do leches math, bro? <laughs> and I have a quattro leches cake, and then just like, don't be dumb. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> don't be dumb. As a matter of fact, you can leave. <laughs> you can leave. There's the door. I still got to pay for my I, meal. Your money's not wanted here. Your money's <laughs> no good here. Get out. Oh my gosh. That's but yeah. So, so cooking, doing something a little bit different. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Haven't, haven't barbecued on my Weber in probably like a year and a half. And uh, I don't know, man, there's completely different taste when you use like straight wooden charcoal. If my dad listens to this, he, he claims he can cook, but uh he, he's been promising meatball subs now for 37 years and uh <laughs> we have not received any kind of sub let alone a meatball sub well when you get them they're going to be delicious as he said so much he, time to he told us we were going to get them at his funeral which means someone else made them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard a you heard a subway <laughs> yeah catered by subway <laughs> thanks jared <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was it was good though. I, and I also like speaking of music, I did listen to the Jimmy E World Clarity vinyl like while I was cooking. So there you go. So your fish was tainted. No, it was delicious. I, Clarity's, I, a, Clarity's a good record, man. Front when, to back. When, when I'm cooking fish, I exclusively listen to Under the Sea on repeat. <laughs> the punk rock factory version or just no, the no, no, Disney? the straight up Disney version. <laughs> nice. Guess who's gonna be on the plate? <laughs> like, and I'm like talking to the fish and stuff as they're sitting in the sous vide. I'm like, yeah, how's that water? <laughs> Did I get the temperature right? How about the how about the alkaline base? 
thing. I don't, I know zero things about fish, which is probably why my wife keeps denying me when I say I want to get a pet jellyfish. She's like, doesn't work that way. No. I'm like, look, you can order one. <clears throat> They're not that expensive. It's only a thousand dollars and they live for five months. That's so funny. <laughs> well, dude. So I was, I listened to Jimmy Eat World. I listened to a few other things. What have you been jamming out to this week, brother? Um, let me see. Or, or what, what have you, we both bought some vinyls this week. This was like an interesting week with vinyl because I feel like there's <sighs> quite a bit that came out. Oh and for gosh. the first, for the first time in a little while, I had to, I didn't have to, but I chose to pass on buying certain things at the moment. Cause I was like, Holy cow. Like there, this is out. That's out. This is out. That's out. I'm like, I All can't right. buy everything. All right, here we go. All right. So you and I both got the new MXPX live. Uh, from vinyl. San Antonio. Yeah. Live Come from San down. Antonio. Uh, vinyl. We both opted for the signed version, which was what? Probably about $40 more. I think it was like 30 more for the sign. $30 more. $10, yeah. $10 a signature. Yeah. Um, so pretty stoked about that one. Uh, and then also while we were buying that, you informed me that Weezer has a new album coming out and that they have a vinyl, which I was unaware of. So I pulled the trigger on that. Yep. And then while we were shopping for, still shopping for MXBX, you also told me that Simple Plan's new album had a vinyl, like in Australia, like the blue marbled whatever, right? <clears throat> yep <laughs> so i bought that and then i remembered because you mentioned while we were shopping for mx <laughs> that flogging molly put out a limited edition uh drunken lullabies yeah with a splatter variant that's the colors of the irish flag yeah so i bought that you did <laughs> yeah nice yeah were, yeah were you in a drunken lullaby when you bought it no, no, I was completely sober, which is weird. All right. <laughs> it's not like I'm an alcoholic. Jeez, that came out bad. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I, uh, dude, yeah, it's, it's a lot. I, I passed on the Weezer one for now. I probably will order that. No, you won't I just... because it's going to sell out. Weezer always sells out. It does, but this one's releasing very, very, very early because uh, I, I think the official release date for it, for the vinyl, is February of next year. Yeah. But yeah. the record comes out soon, though, right? Yeah, the actual album, I think, digitally mm-hmm. is uh, the 20th. Is that today? Yes, it is. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold your fucking horses. We're explicit, by the way. They... It's kind of weird for the Sunday release, but that's a very weird thing to do. Yeah, uh, it, it's out today. The whole album. Oh yeah, fuck! I didn't listen to it before the podcast. No, Weezer. No, Weezer. Well, if people don't know, Weezer pretty much started our friendship. It was it was a huge huge part of yeah our friendship without a doubt. The the red album in particular. Uh yeah, well actually, Zebrahead started our friendship, and they are going to Anaheim with mxpx which would be the dopest freaking show for you to go to but i understand like going to california is probably like not in the cards for you right now right i believe me i thought about uh, because there's an anaheim show and there's a arizona show and i thought about both of them and i was like could i make it to either one of these and i was like man that'd be so fun but i just couldn't i couldn't justify it yeah Uh, but yeah zebrahead zebrahead phoenix definitely started us talking about music in particular and the friendship and we've talked about it on the podcast before but like zebrahead phoenix that was huge and then yeah the red album came out yeah. 
like basically right at that same time. And I was already a Weezer fan. You were a Weezer fan. And then we just like, we've listened to the Red Island together. Like, I, I don't even know how many times. Dude, that thing was on repeat in my car nonstop pretty much. And Matter of fact, while, I think I gave you Red my Red, Red Album when I left for the Army. You did. You did. I still have it. Yep. Yeah, because you, you, you couldn't bring any of that stuff with you. And so... Uh, I mean, I could have, or my parents could have watched it. But like, knowing that I was joining the Army, I wasn't married. <laughs> I wasn't going to have tons of space. Like, yeah, literally offloaded a bunch of stuff. You gave me uh, the red album and the skateboard that I broke my arm on. <laughs> yeah, in less than in less than nine weeks or whatever it was. It was. It was, might have been like the week after you left. <laughs> in your driveway, nonetheless. Yeah, I know. I'm classy like that. <laughs> I'm a classy broad. But, hey, <laughs> but but I got a I got a, another skateboard, you know, and and I got back on it. Tried again. So. Well, cool. Yeah. Now now we got to listen to Weezer today. Yeah, leave it to Weezer to release an album on a Sunday. Like they they would. To, they be, would. to be fair, it's not even like an LP. It's like an EP, I think. Yeah, it's like seven songs. I think on Spotify, I just looked it up and said it was like 20 minutes long. It's totally worth it. <clears throat> yeah, dude, Weezer's one of those bands for me that I just love Weezer. I love everything that they do. They're, you know, very experimental at times. Uh, they're always like, they're always Weezer. And, you know, Rivers' songwriting is awesome um i mean there's certain albums that are just amazing like all the the red album is a hard one to beat for me the blue yeah. album is phenomenal i mean get dangerous the, you gotta get dangerous bro everybody get dangerous <laughs> oh man uh ratitude i think ratitude is probably one of my favorite weezer albums of all time can i say i think the cover of ratitude is probably one of the coolest covers of all time and matter of fact, the other day I was looking to get uh, ratitude on vinyl and they did release it on vinyl, but it's super expensive. Yeah. Um, but man, I love that album so much. Mostly if you're wondering they, if I want you to, I want you to. Yeah. Mostly because I think, didn't they get Little Wayne on a track? Mm, I don't remember. Hold on, we'll pull it up. I was just looking at Weezer. Come here, Weezer. I just remember the cover of the dog jumping in the air in the living room. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stop partying. Little yeah, one. dude, they got like that was like the first time I think Weezer used like a hip hop artist, and that song mm. is so funny. Uh, Hurley is a pretty good album as well. Uh, I think my favorite track off Hurley is Trainwrecks. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, not my favorite album from them. And then they had the Death to uh, False Metal, I think, which was after Hurley. Not like a huge big fan of that, but then they came out with. Uh, Uh, what what was after death to false metal was it uh where am i at i lost it i lost it well then there were the last two albums which we've we spoke about there's okay human you know which came out with once like kind of COVID happened and then the the um hella mega tour you know got postponed uh because they because van you know van weezer was supposed to come out and then the hello mega tour got postponed COVID happened and then like halfway through that they released okay human which yeah. was like the the softer kind of stuff and that was a really good record like i like it a lot there was van a weezer... good yeah van weezer yeah van weezer yeah, is like I... that 80s rock album dude i love van weezer that's like i'm just a sucker for 80s like metal i've got uh, four variants of it yeah, I know we both do. To, to, include, to include cassette tape. That yeah, I have the cassette of that one too. That's your fault, by the way. I didn't yeah. even know that. I was like, hey, bro, new limited edition box set includes includes a like a a seven inch and a cassette tape. And you're like, what? 
yeah, an, an etched copy of the record, like limited to 150 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, an etched copy of the record, cassette, like special edition, like guitar pick. Like there was all sorts of stuff in there. And you were just like, hey, man, this is out. And I was like, I hate you. Yeah, dude, it's like a metal guitar pick, too. Yeah, it, it's a really dope clutch. But I just, oh, dude, it's so good. So good. Um, but uh, I think you're forgetting about a super stellar album. And it's Pacific Daydream. Okay. I haven't listened to that one a ton. Are I haven't listened to it. No, I haven't oh listened to it. Oh my gosh, dude. Mexican uh, Fender. Okay. Oh, such a good song. And it opens the album too. And then uh feels like Pacific summer is good too. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a listen. I I I've listened to it, but not yeah, oh no, I've not listened to that one a ton. And then uh the white album had some bangers on it. White album's good. Oh, the uh, teal album that I really like. That's like the the covers. Is it the covers? I hated that yeah. one, dude. Really? Yeah, mostly because uh, all right, it's not even their fault. But like a radio station in Utah used to just play Africa by Weezer on fucking repeat. Okay, and, dude. I'd like on my like I'd be driving for like an hour and I'd hear Africa by Weezer like twelve times, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> the over the overplayness of it just kind of ruined it for yeah. you. I do like their rendition of Stand By Me, though. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I really I really like... Uh, man, dude, honestly, like they've released so many records. It's, it's kind of fun to go back and look at them all. The Black um, Album was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I actually have the Black Album on vinyl. Oh, cool. Yep, 180 gram. And then... Yeah, and then they did OK Human, Van Weezer, and now Spring. Like, I don't understand the title of the record. It's S-Z-N-Z Spring. I think it's a, like, when I first read it, the first thing that popped into my mind was an abbreviation for sneeze. Yeah, like, yeah, sneeze, spring. Like, like, like sneeze, like allergies in springtime or whatever. Or like S-Z-N-Z could be like, I don't know, sneezer. Yeah. <laughs> sneezer. Uh, <laughs> what's, uh, let's see. Yeah. But I, so like the Red Album is probably like my top album, but I would say second album probably ratitude and then uh i'm looking for an older album hold on so you so you would put the red album out of weezer you put the red album on your your number one huh yeah oh i also got uh i do have mandalorian or maladroit Maladroit? yeah mandalorian i was watching the mandalorian i'm I'm sorry guys i was watching the mandalorian actually i wasn't i was watching uh book of boba fett I have, the, I have the Weezer album, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. And their and their second and their single May the Force Be With You. Uh, I have Pinkerton on vinyl. Pinker, Pinkerton's great. Uh oh, dude, what else did I I told you about? Uh I, I also we're talking about ordering vinyl. Uh got the 30th anniversary edition of the offspring. Um uh, Ignition. Ignition, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they put out a 180 gram pink version of that. So I bought that one. Oh, that's a, that was a 182. Yeah. Nice. I got I pre-ordered um the anniversary edition of Mill and Collins uh four monkeys. And that's still available too. There, there's just there's just so much, dude. This week was like every time I hop on Facebook, it's like limited, limited, limited. Yeah. Click here. And I'm just like, oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my like I literally had to stop checking my email because like SRC vinyl, it, mm-hmm. you know freaking road kings freaking whatever yeah. it was just like oh and then like i ordered from weezer and they're like oh we missed you we're glad you're back i'm like oh my gosh 
Yeah, see, I just looked at the Weezer album and then I, I like went halfway through the checkout process to see how my shipping was going to be. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to hold tight for a minute because I had some extra bills to pay or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I got an email that was like, hey, the same thing. It's like, hey, we missed you. Like, don't you have an order don't. in your cart? You left something behind. Do you want to check out now? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so lots of vital ordering going on. Listening, listening wise, let's we can get back on track here. So listening wise, let's that was a good tangent though. We we a Weezer tangent is always a good tangent. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Um, uh, I have been Sim- listening. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say Simple Plan put out their new track. I really like that. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very good. Not even good, it's phenomenal. Like just a, an awesome classic simple plan song. On I, on yeah, classic simple plan song, like super mm-hmm. old school classic too. Like no helmet, no pad, no balls. <laughs> Just balls. Just balls. Just balls. Uh, um, and then I also uh, on Thursday, so on St. Patty's Day, I busted out my uh, my new Dropkick Murphy's Warriors code and listened to that. That's a boy. At a boy. Yeah. Nice. That that one that you pointed me. It wasn't the green one I was looking for. The gold one. It was the gold one, but let me tell you, Sunshine Highway still sounds great. Did it feel did it feel like extra epic listening to that on St. Patrick's Day? I mean, I listened to Dropkick Murphy every St. every St. Patrick's Day. And then I was gonna do corned beef, but like dude, have you seen the price of meat lately? Uh yep, which is exactly why I did not buy corned beef when I went to the store. Because so like, like, I'm gonna yeah. whole make it, which means you buy a whole brisket. And and here in Europe, for whatever reason, they don't feed their cows, so the briskets are a little bit smaller. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They're skinny That's briskets. Funny. And uh, I mean, for a, a, a light brisket, because in the States, you can get briskets that are like 20 pounds. In Europe, you'd be lucky if you find one that hits 10, and that's with all the fat on it. And, mm. uh, and uh, man, for like a 10-pound brisket, you were looking at like $80, and I was like, oh, I don't want corned beef that much. Not having. Yeah, that's crazy. That's uh, insane. Yeah, so didn't do corned beef. I normally do. But like, man, I listened to uh, I listened to some drop. Uh, yeah, I listened to some Dropkick as well. Um, the album I was listening to on St. Patrick's Day was actually The Pogues, and that was uh, phenomenal. I was listening to a couple of their records. Um, really, really enjoyed that. So that's kind of what I went and I, I actually went to a concert or went to a show this St. Patrick's Day. Not even like a St. Patrick's Day show. It was um, Dave Howes and the Mermaids uh, down in Denver with oh, nice. uh, jo- John Snodgrass. It was like an acoustic, like John Snodgrass did acoustic and Dave House, you know, had his whole rock band there, which is why it was like Dave House and the Mermaids. But that was awesome, dude. He played for like two hours and I just, I love his music. So I've been listening to a, a ton of his stuff. Um, and if, if, if the, any of the listeners want to check him out, it's Dave Howes. The last name is H-A-U-S-E. Um, but he has like his solo stuff. He has Dave Howes and the Mermaids. And he used to be in a, like a punk rock band as well called The Loved Ones, which is also really, really good. Um, but yeah, his songs are just super catchy. Love his lyrics. Um, you know, he's got twins. So like one of the songs on his new record, he wrote about his kids and it's a song called North star. And he played that song at the, uh, at the show. And dude, I, I got pretty emotional, like listening to that. Cause like, all I could think of was my daughter, you know? And it's just like, and when you, when you know the context of like a song and why somebody wrote it, you're just like, it hits you in the feels, man. Right in the feels. Right in the feels, but it was a great show. So yeah. even though it wasn't like, you know, Irish music, it was just an awesome rock and roll show. Loved it. 
Uh, other than that, Machine Gun Kelly put out a new track featuring Bring Me th- uh, the Horizon, which is good. Well, what happens after I bring you the horizon? Then what? Well, you need to go the fuck to sleep. That's what. <laughs> Here's the horizon. What now? Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. I did uh, not know that he released a new track, man. You're yeah, on top he, of that. He did. Uh, it's pretty good. And then, of course, we 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 already talked about Weezer. Um, the Dropkick Murphys uh, put out an expanded version of Turn Up That Dial. So look for me to be buying that vinyl. <laughs> all, all seven variants of that um let's see what else was i listening to uh you ever heard of max bennett kelly <laughs> of who max bennett kelly Mm-mm. he's nope. kind of like he's kind of like a punk rock act uh okay. I, I think he has a band i don't think he's solo but uh he put out some new tracks uh so I was okay. listening to those uh kind of reminds me of like if machine gun kelly did an all acoustic punk rock album that could be cool yeah, I, I really like him. So it's Max Bennett Kelly, if anybody wants to listen to him. He doesn't have a full album out yet. I think he's just done singles. Um, Max Bennett Kelly. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And okay. then I like that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then just a whole lot of trash like club music when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we call it we call it drinking and clicking. Why? That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I know what I know what you're thinking. And I want to say, yes, the album that you waited for has finally come out, okay? Uh, a pop punk album that is all about the cereal that you used to eat when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm not kidding, dude. You have to check this out. There's, a, there's this band. I don't know when their full record came out, but it, I just realized it came out recently and I had heard a single like a few months back. But there's a band called The Serial Killers, like C-E-R-E-A-L Killers, yeah. And they're, all their songs are about like, you know, kid cereal and stuff like that. Um, and their, their pop punk music is just, it's so good. And their new album, their full album is called Snap, Crackle, Pop Punk. <laughs> is it on vinyl? It is. Is it colored? I don't know. Uh, it's weird on their website when you when you go to when you go to their Facebook and then you uh, let me see here. You go to their Facebook, you go to their like their link tree thing, mm-hmm. and there's a tab for the vinyl record, but it doesn't give you any information. It just says put your state in, put your zip code in, uh, in your country, and then calculate the shipping. So I have no idea what the thing even looks like, but it's a full album, um, and I mean it's it's very very awesome pop punk, and the the lyrics are just hilarious because uh yeah they're just about cereal like they have a song where they're singing about how silly rabbit tricks are for kids <laughs> that's great um another thing too that i was gonna mention <clears throat> that i saw yet uh, a couple days ago you probably already knew this i'm guessing but um obviously you're talking about machine gun kelly who's on travis barker's record label and black bear you know is super popular as well he's like doing a lot of um collabs you know collabs yeah thank you that was the word i was looking for i did not know that black bear is working on his own album which is going to be released sometime this year and the album is not going to be a rap album it is going to be 100 percent pop punk oh dude i'm so in for it how many how many tracks do you think machine gun kelly guests on yeah, right exactly <laughs> yeah he has a yeah his new record is going to be called in loving memory i don't think there's any singles yet is it in loving memory of his rap career because it went nowhere 
<laughs> Dude, I, it could be kind of the same thing with Machine Gun Kelly, where he's just like, I don't know, man. He's it's kind of it's, it reminds me of, of what happened with Machine Gun Kelly a lot. He's talking about like how he wants to go kind of back to some roots of his and you know, listen to some or make some pop punk. And he posted a picture of like him and Travis Barker with uh something in the comments about like, you know, we just finished recording like you know this record. And I looked it up, there's no release date that I can find yet. But yeah, Travis Barker and Black Bear releasing a pop punk album in 2022 no other information at the moment, but it's, it, it just seems like exactly what happened with Machine Gun Kelly was what I first thought of. Cause I, I've only known Black Bear with, from his collabs and I've only known him as a rapper from what I've heard him do until now. Yeah. So I don't know, man, interesting, but uh, that could be, that could be a, a banger for sure. Yeah. Dude can't wait. I mean, I'm sure because Travis Barker, like you have to think you with Travis Barker involved in anything that's pop punk, he's going to give his, his years and years and years of blink input and you know well and before that wasn't he a member of like the transplants he's been in like he's been in so much um but i mean just his knowledge across like that the industry and that genre of music like in particular you know i mean he's going to steer anybody on his record label in the right direction and i mean obviously his record label is kind of primarily you know that style of music anyway yeah it's i mean it's getting big too though it's like you're seeing more and more artists get released off that label. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just wanted to share that with you because I saw that and I was like, dang, that's actually cool. I got excited and like Googled it, you know, to see if I could uh, find any info on the album at all, but nothing yet. So I followed him on Twitter just so I can be in the know. Just so I can be in the new. But yeah, man, that's what I've been doing. Just listening to some bunch of random stuff. Uh, and yeah, serial, the serial killers. Weirdest recommendation of the, of the week, but I think you'll like it. <laughs> I will check it out. Oh man, good times. Yeah, man, that that's gonna be it for music. So I guess we move into the video game space. I don't really play video games anymore. Yeah, we know. I'm kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so this coming from the man who plugged or have you even plugged your PS5 in? Like into the wall? No. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So you're telling me, oh, dude, I had to get this PS5, couldn't miss this opportunity. And then you were like, all right, I just want to see what it looks like. Didn't take any of the cables out of the box, though. Yeah, no, I took the cables out of the box. They're just not plugged into the wall. It's it's wireless, right? Oh, my gosh. He's like, yeah, oh, I can't wait to play Horizon. It's going to be so good. Got the PS5 one. Yeah, bought it. Oh, got the special edition of this Gran Turismo 7. Are they both still in the wrapper? Yes, just move on. Let's just move on to the next thing. Let's just talk about the next thing. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, and then when you do have time to game, you're like, oh, what can I play? What can I play? I'm just going to play some Destiny. I played that for a little bit. I'm going to play some Elden Ring. Elden Ring? Is that out yet? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that was out. I'm going to ask you what you've been playing, but I already know it's Elden Ring, and we played Destiny together, so I know you played that at least. Hey, I have a surprise one for you that you, that you don't know that I've Candy been playing. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. No, dude, I was uh, I was starting to play Tunic that you told me about. Oh, yeah, yeah, on Game Pass. Yeah, so I was starting to, I was starting to play that because uh, I wanted a game like uh, Lily, my daughter, she's been very, very interested in games lately. My, my games in particular, like she's like, does she doesn't want to play her tablet like she usually does. She wants to like watch me play a game. So when you mentioned Tunic, I was like, I think she'd like that because it's it's very cartoony. It's very kind of just awesome visuals, you know, not not too graphic when you're fighting the enemies and stuff. 
and it's like it's kind of dark souls ish like you mentioned to me where you know you have like the game doesn't really tell you what to do a whole lot there's boss fights you got to kind of figure things out and it's a really like charming is the right word it's a really charming game and it looks it looks great it looks beautiful it's a very cool looking game how far did you get not very far i just i just you know started it um and like we kind of had to go to bed after that did you, but, uh, um, did, you did you get the sword or no no i haven't got that far yet i had to, i think i have like a stick is that what you start yeah game? you have a stick yeah the stick yeah. sucks the stick makes makes the game real hard the stick the stick but but it's cool um yeah i've honestly had to force myself to play other things besides elden ring because like elden ring's fantastic like we've talked about there's a million reasons why it's a great game and i would 100 percent recommend it to anybody that's interested in open world games dark souls games if you like a challenge um there's so many reasons to buy it i think it fits a lot of you know caveats for a lot of people but dude it is it's just downright overwhelming uh how much stuff is in that game and i know there's areas i haven't even been to yet and that just like kind of blows my mind yeah and uh i mean i still haven't beat godric um but for me elden ring is like it's it's a very emotionally mentally taxing kind of game yeah because every fight is kind of like chaotic and stressful Mm -hmm. so like yep been taking a taking a break from it mostly because i just don't want to think that much um yeah you just kind of get invested in like beating this fight or beating that fight and then you know if you if you don't beat it then you start to get frustrated and right there's just a lot a lot to it mm-hmm. yep so been taking a break from that um but this week what have i played so uh a a, a little gym if you want to call it that called uh stranger of paradise final fantasy origin came out and uh, right it's not your typical final fantasy game so this game is made by Team Ninja, uh, and they're the ones who made like Neo and Ninja Gaiden, all those games, right? So they're known for their combat, and the combat in this game is phenomenal. That's the, if they got one thing right, it's definitely the combat. So it's like an action uh, game that's not really as hard as Dark Souls, but mm-hmm. uh, you do lose like MP or something if you die. I don't know. Um, but it's like a retelling of Final Fantasy One, uh, in the worst, best way possible. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're telling you're telling me about the uh, the first um, people that get that you get to join your party. Yeah. So, so like you start and you're fighting Tiamat, which is like one of the last bosses you fight in Final Fantasy One, uh, and then like you kill him and your character in like the most like lame voice acty kind of way is like something doesn't feel right here. <laughs> and you're like all right and then you get teleported to this field and in this field frank sinatra is playing in the background <laughs> and it's the tutorial field and like you you go to these little orbs doing the tutorials teaching you like basis basics about combat and then it teleports you and you're walking up to the city of cornelia right which is like the main hub area of the game i guess if you will and uh uh-huh. You're getting up to the gate and then creeping up behind you is just like two gym bros, man. They might as well be an advertisement for like Nike. Two Chads. Uh, yeah, Chads. And uh, like 
they walk up on you and you turn around and they're like, we're here to kill chaos. And you're like, I'm here to kill chaos too. Wait, no, I don't want to kill chaos. I need to kill chaos. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, and then, and then like, out of nowhere, they're holding like these stones, right. That are vibrating. They look like eggs. And you're like, you have a vibrating stone too. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, I guess it's meant to be. And then you fist bump and they're just immediately part of your team. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. And then you're in a boss fight. You finish this boss fight. And then like, you're talking to an NPC and you like, I don't know where you yell bullshit and then put in earbuds and my way from Limp Biscuit starts to play. (laughs) That's so good. Yes. And that's like the opening hour to this game. Makes zero sense. Uh, I haven't beat it. I I did read some reviews. I guess people who reviewed it said, if you make it to the end, everything pays off. Like they, they said it's, it's good, but you got to get to the end first. Well, you told me, you texted me yesterday and said that you really liked it. Like you first said you liked it and you're like, it's kind of cheesy. It's kind of campy, but I really enjoy it. And then you texted me yesterday and you were like, I actually really like this. Like I'm having, a, I'm having a really yeah, good dude, time. I've, I've put probably like 10 hours into it. Uh, mostly because of the combat, like I could give a shit about the story, um, but the boss fights are cool. Uh, there's a mechanic where if you like deplete their, I guess, stamina gauge or whatever, um, mm-hmm. they'll get down and you can do a finisher on them. And they're like mortal combat style fatalities on like enemies like ripping heads off and stuff Uh, that's awesome and then they get like all crystallized and they explode uh in these crystals uh yeah so the combat's just super fun uh but it's not like i'm also playing i'll preface it i'm playing on the easy mode so i don't want to talk about difficulty because i'm literally playing it to where i could probably just button mash my way through it but the combat is really deep like there's a whole bunch of combos and Every job can have different combos. There's a job system. Uh, you can have you can hold two jobs at a time. You can switch on the fly, and at any point you can pause the menu, switch out your weapons, and that changes your job. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And after after playing uh, after playing Elden Ring, you're probably like, I don't really want to force myself to play like another super hard game right now. Yeah. So this has enough difficulty options though, where if you wanted to make it that way, you probably could. Are you playing that on Steam? No, it's not on Steam right now. I think it's only on Epic. Oh, okay, Epic Game Store. Nice. Yeah. And you, and you mentioned to me as well um, another game that you, you said I would really like. Uh, it's not out yet, but you were telling me about uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, so uh, they did a preview. There's a lot of preview coverage. This is from the people who did Evil Within. Okay. Uh, and... Your body's like taking over. There's like some apocalypse or whatever, but you're in the hospital. And since you're already like half dead, like you didn't get like consumed by the spirits that like took over. Uh-huh. And then uh, a spirit that's looking for a host like invades you and gives you like these superpowers. And the, and the whole point is you're going around trying to clear all these like corrupted gates around Tokyo. Uh, and it's third, third person? Uh, no, it's first. First person. Okay. Yeah, it's because evil, evil Within was Evil Within first. No, that was like a third, no, it was third. Game, wasn't it? It was third. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm looking at the the artwork for it right now for Ghostwire Tokyo. It looks pretty. Looks pretty rad. 
Yeah, that's a that's a PS uh, five and PC exclusive for now. Wow. Yeah, it's on the it's advertised on the Steam store like front page. Because I think it's a Bethesda joint. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So so technically, it's a Microsoft game that's exclusive to PlayStation and PC due to pre-existing agreements before Microsoft bought uh, <laughs> Bethesda. Makes sense. But yeah. So that looks like a that looks like a U joint. Um, I don't know if it would be worth it to get it right away. I think it comes out later. Uh, it comes out like this week, maybe. Twenty uh, fifth. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so on this Friday. Friday. I don't know yeah. if it'd be worth the sixty dollars drop. Um, mm-hmm. You might want to wait until it either goes on sale or hits Game Pass. Okay. Gotcha. It looks cool though. Yep. And then Tunic. We didn't really explain it, but. Uh, well, you that, can explain it now. Yeah, yeah, that is a a top down isometric Zelda slash Souls slash roguelike. Mm-hmm. Um, a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, um, where you literally have to collect three pieces of the Triforce that isn't called the Triforce. <laughs> um, and then the game has a made up language that they never explains to you, so you have to go around and find these manuals. Uh, like a like a game manual it's even illustrated the same way and there will be notes in there in english so the more pieces you find the more you figure out how to play the game see Um, that that's the part that made me want to play the game when you told me that i was like that's a really cool idea and that's just a really unique concept i like i don't know it just sounded fun in general but you mentioned that and i was like that's that like i want to play it that looks awesome yeah yeah because the way they like i haven't started it so i don't know but from what i understand it just kind of drops you in it doesn't tell you anything uh-huh that's about right yeah so like it's got the very from software of all right here you go all right good luck uh, um, ta-da. so so those are the big releases for the week um and then yeah put a ton of time into final fantasy uh if you like good combat and really can't be like japanese weirdness i'd say pick mm-hmm. it up you'll probably enjoy it um what else have I played this week? Uh, yesterday, I played quite a lot of Halo, believe it or not. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I don't know why. I, I saw it sitting there in my library and it just updated. I was like, oh, let's play some multiplayer. Let's see what's going on. And just played like five hours of tactical SWAT. Or tactical. It's a fantastic player or whatever game. they call it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and just like, man, that multiplayer, it feels so good. It does. And, was and, there any special events going on? Yeah, yeah, they have the they have the whatever event going on right now. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the main game mode is Tactical Slayer. And, but the cool part is normally Tactical Slayer, you get like either Magnums or like Battle Rifles or DMR or something. Uh huh. This one, they gave you all kinds of weird stuff. Like one of the modes was a Commando. Oh, that's cool. So it's like yeah. a different, different kind of Tactical Slayer mode. It's not just the one weapon. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the commando. I mean, still headshots are king, right? But you have a full auto assault rifle. That's so rad. Yeah. And I then, thought about playing Halo again recently. It's funny that you played it. I, I was like, man, I haven't played that in a while. That game is so good. Yeah, like I had a, I had a blast. Once again, just so many, so many good games right now. It's ridiculous. Right. And they are, and they're all so long, which is a good thing. Like, I just, it's a bummer that these longer games aren't coming out when there's like just more time in between other really long games like that's just the that's a bummer you know it's like the Elden Ring would have came out in kind of a lull 
like where there just wasn't any other huge releases, like it'd be easier to be like, let me just keep playing this and, you know, not worry about it. But like for every, you know, 10 hours or whatever that you're, that I'm putting in that, it's just like, uh, there's so many other games that I haven't even got to yet. Did you see, uh, I guess on the news front, um, did you see Sony to state of play for the new Hogwarts legacy game or whatever? Yeah, I, I saw a video on that. That looked really it looks very rad. interesting. There's, yeah, there, you can make your own character. There's a lot of backlash because, like, J.K. Rowling has been very vocal about, like, uh, I guess, like, people say, like, transphobia or something. I don't know. Like, I'm not mm. really paying attention to it too much because um, ultimately, like, the the books don't portray that. And, like, she can have her own beliefs and still write a good novel, in my opinion. Um, right because that doesn't affect me. So I just don't engage. Uh, I just don't engage with it, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. So there's a lot of backlash. People are like, well, I'm not going to buy this game. And I'm like, cool. So don't like vote with your wallet, but this game's still probably going to sell freaking gangbusters. Yeah, um, dude, it's a, it's a Harry Potter game, which is a huge franchise in general, but it's a Harry Potter game that looks really well done and mm-hmm. you can make your own character. So you can make yourself, to be in the game you can join like the the hogwarts house you know that you want to join go through the sorting ceremony like all that stuff and then you know explore like it reminds when they were when i was watching it at least the part i watched it reminded me a lot of a uh, bully that rockstar made yes. you know like yep. 20 years 20 years ago where it's like you, you walk around the campus and you you go to classes and and stuff like yeah. that and it's like you learn like, spells and all this stuff yeah it's cool. yeah it's yeah. like this is this reminded me 100 percent of bully which if if any listeners haven't played bully and you like grand theft auto bully's basically like the same thing but but you're in a school boy. yeah you're a boy at a school and you go to classes you get grades like you actually have to be at the class on time like there's kind of real world uh so to speak time in the game like you can't just go whenever you feel like it you know it's it's pretty interesting but if you haven't played it it's it, that's a fun game yep and then uh in other news uh so xbox started a studio called the initiative you, you heard of it or no Mm-mm. sounds made up yeah yeah so it was it's supposed to be there like they called it quadruple a right so you talk like triple a games those are your big guys like call of duty stuff like that Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, dude, we were forming the studio in Santa Monica, like, you know, where all the big studios are uh, that make for Sony that make AAA games. And they're like, we're, it, it's the initiative, right? Well, it turns out like their first project is supposed to be the Perfect Dark reboot. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I like the, the news is kind of hard to, to like sift through, like as far as what's true, what's not. Um, I, I but a bunch of staff have left like 37% of their staff have left the company. Uh, and then there was reports coming out. Like they, they said, Hey, the working environment's not good. We don't feel heard or understood. Um, more reporting came out and they had announced crystal dynamics, who is part of square Enix was brought on to help with development. And the report came out saying like, Hey, they were brought in because people weren't getting along with management. Well, the, the guy at the top, uh, used to run the team over at Crystal Dynamics. So they brought Crystal Dynamics in apparently to to maybe kind of smooth that over. Like maybe they're more used to working under his management style. Um, gotcha. So, and then there was other reports that came out like, hey, no, the, the working conditions have improved. They weren't great to begin with, but hey, we're still making steady progress. You know, it's not that bad. You know, most of the employees like working here type thing. So it's kind of hard to sift through, right? Uh, yeah it's the thing of you have a very vocal minority and you, and, and that's how it always will be. 
right? And then uh-huh. a very silent majority. So unless sure. it's like Blizzard, right? Or Activision Blizzard, where it seems like most people there just like hate their lives. But uh, but I think it might be a case of, hey, it's a vocal minority that left the company and they're very unhappy about how it was being run. But for the majority of people, they're probably okay. So okay. speculation like, oh no, you know, freaking perfect darks in trouble. Like, also, I don't care. And, and like, they have time because Starfield's coming out this year. Uh, yeah. They just released a bunch of details about Starfield. And oh my God. So they did, amazing. Like, uh, they didn't show any, any gameplay. So people were like, oh, they're not showing gameplay. This game is going to be trash. Uh, and I'm like, dude, like Bethesda doesn't show gameplay until the game's about to come out. Like, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like they showed Fallout 4 and they're like, oh, by the way, the game's out in three months. <laughs> right. And they did the same thing with like Fallout 76. They did the same thing with Oblivion. They did the same thing with Skyrim. Right. Like they, they hold things until it's right about to come out, which is fine. But they did like a, a developer diary type deal. And like, apparently there's like a bunch of different factions you can join. You can literally join every faction and then uh, like pit them against each other because you're members of both. So you can do like some like subversion type stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, they showed like a bunch of the different environments. Like if they hit what they're looking for with this game, this game is literally going to change the way people think about like open world games. Kind of kind of in the same vein like Skyrim <clears throat> did, right? Yeah. Uh, Skyrim kind of changed how people thought about open world games too, which is why it continues to sell. And every time they re-release it, people are like, "Oh my god, let me get my Skyrim!" Right? I, yeah, I, 100, another hundred plus hour game easily. I would even venture to say, like Elden Ring probably took cues from Skyrim. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I could see that. I mean, it, that's it. It does feel like they took cues from a lot of different places, which I think why it's so successful. You know, it's it's not just one thing it's a lot of things all in the same game right so if they mm-hmm. nail it and they fix the combat because bethesda's never been known for like good combat but if they if they nail the like first person combat which they should now because they have access to like 343 and all these guys to come in and help them mm-hmm. like fine-tune this stuff like man this game is going to be huge i'm definitely gonna buy it on pc for sure for all the extra settings and stuff like that yeah just like and, and we talked about it last week, like PS5 games don't look nearly as good on PS5 than they do on my PC. And my PC is like five years old, six years old. Right. You know, uh, like even Final Fantasy, like I heard it was having problems on PS5, uh, like running. So there's there's a bunch of different like performance modes, mm-hmm. but the best mode you can get there is like they scale down the graphics to hit 60 FPS okay right and i literally you know i bought it on pc and i turned everything to ultra and switched it to 120 and it runs like a a dream except for and i forgot to mention this when we were talking about it something weird's going on with the cutscenes, like the like the gameplay's in 120 frames per second but then the cutscenes seem to be at 30 frames a second or less and it's pretty jarring okay it's very weird it's very weird but I i don't know if it's just a driver issue for me or what but but yeah, like my PC is running that game no problem, and you're you're having problems getting it to run on a PS5 at 60 frames per second, you know. And I think yeah. at the 60 frame per second mode, I think it's 1080p. 
on PS5, which is weird. Okay. But yeah, so like I'm still buying most of my games on on PC. And sure. And, and a lot of it just has to do with like I have a really nice monitor. I can sit in a very comfortable office chair, you know, and be comfortable, or I can sit in my living room where I have a nice TV, but I'm further back from it. There's a lot of distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kids. Yeah, and the everywhere. convenience convenience of playing on pc too like it's just so nice to have like your steam library have all the games you're playing right there you just hop on your computer which you're usually on anyway and you know then you're just like i want to play a game and you open up steam and you know fire it up it's just it's super convenient you know yeah and so so still playing most of my stuff there um i don't know we went on a tangent again but that's all right we do that sometimes talking about there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about like there's there's a lot of music this week. There's been a lot of gaming news. Um, we've been playing a lot of games and there's just so many games to catch up on. Like we're going to be talking about some of, some of the same games, you know, in, in different ways for a little while, just because, you know, there's just a lot to get there. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you, I am bummed. They, they released GTA five for the next gen console. So PS five and Xbox series uh-huh. uh, and they added ray tracing. So I thought maybe they would update the PC version to, to do like in-game ray tracing so you can do ray tracing with a mod right now okay um, but i don't want to go through the hassle and it's a paid mod like you have to buy it um i don't want to go through the hassle of like modding the game to get it to work it looks beautiful with the ray tracing on so i was hoping they would throw that into the just like the game itself like hey everybody gets ray tracing now and they have not and i'm sad about it <laughs> hopefully soon because i because i picked up gta 5 again uh, cause that, that's like, I'm trying to find games that are just kind of like, like helping me relax. Cause lately sure. when I, when I, when I come home and I play a game, I just want to relax. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I've been trying to do stuff like Elden Ring doesn't make me relax. It makes me swear at my monitor. Yeah. It's not a relaxing game. Cause even when you're in the, uh, like I was, I was playing it uh, a little bit yesterday and I was in like a, like a sewer level, you know, it's just like the sewer levels in every video game. And I was like, I was walking down a hallway, which didn't have any like visible enemies in it, but it's Elden Ring. So I'm like, at any point in time, something's going to jump out, scare me and try to like cut my face off. <laughs> right. And sure enough, next, next slide. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you're, you're enjoying the scenery for a brief time. And even, even in the open world, you're like, oh, that's a nice, that's a nice landscape. And then just this world boss comes like running out of nowhere on his death horse. And you're like, yells, yells, Leroy Jenkins. You're like, no. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. well, that was nice scenery and now I'm dead. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's intense. I feel you, dude. Tangents yeah. are fine every once in a while. So, so that's where I'm at. Gaming news, the gaming, the gaming developing space is still a freaking dumpster fire because everybody on the internet's opinionated and everybody wants to fight over like work conditions. And, and this is, if you listen to us and I'm about to pitch you off probably, but like <laughs> when you go to college for game development, right? It's not a secret. Nobody lied to you and said game development was easy or I'm not going to have to overwork myself or any of this crap. And when you say your dream job is some big ass publisher where you know they put out like big ass games all the time and, and then but then you get on the internet and cry and like i'm overworked you knew what you were signing up for <laughs> i'm just gonna like you you have to there's no way that you thought well i'm gonna do game development and it's gonna be the easiest job that you knew what you were signing up for like i'm not saying that maybe they need policies and stuff that kind of change that or make it a little bit less yeah but like you you can't blame anybody but yourself you signed up for it you went to college for it 
right? There's no way you didn't know like, hey, this job is hard. Right, exactly. Like, like I, I just have a hard time wrapping my brain around that. And then with, with Twitter and social media and whatever, it's so <laughs> easy to post your opinion. But like the gaming landscape is just a dumpster fire. Just everybody. Well, well it's, it's uh, kind well, of the same thing with, with a, you know, a lot of jobs though. It's like you get people all the time that, uh, you know, that are just like talking about like how hard their job is and how they don't want to do it. And there's like deadlines. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like part of that's just the internet. In, in general you yeah know? <laughs> well i have deadlines and these deadlines are unrealistic and i'm like all right cool do the best you can with your deadline and then if you don't meet it like eventually someone will realize hey they're unrealistic right yeah but i and, and maybe management in these companies like if you don't meet this deadline you're fired and that's the job you signed up for like just throwing that out there that's the job you signed up for uh and to pretend like like i'm a victim because I didn't realize it was going to be like this, then find a different job or start your own studio, which I know is saying like, it's easy to say, start your own studio. Right. But I'm sure there's studios out there that take a different approach. So go find one of those. Well, but this is my dream job, but it turns out it's not for you. <laughs> your dream it's, job, might, your dream job yeah. might be in a very high stress environment. <laughs> hey, 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 look, man, like I'd love to be a professional athlete. Guess what? I'm not. <laughs> Sometimes your dreams just don't come true. Right. You'll be a professional athlete someday, Nick. I believe in you. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off. And like, I try not to step into it. Like I don't comment on that kind of thing or, or just because it just frustrates me. I'm like, you can't yeah. pretend like you didn't know it was going to be this way. Like I'm all for people lobbying, right? Lobby for it, lobby for the changes. Every, everything should change. But at the same time, it's that same mentality of, Hey, I should get paid more, but I should have to do less. And that's just not how the world works. You know, anymore to do what <laughs> nothing right like it's, it's what makes me angry when people are like well i need to make 23 dollars an hour to work at mcdonald's i'm like there's nurses that don't make 23 dollars an hour and they went to college like, right and and especially right now they're they're saving lives <laughs> yeah so so like why should you make more than them you're feeding my addiction to fucking hamburgers because i'm fat <laughs> i'm just saying but i'm gonna get and leave my, the pickles off yeah, like, so I'll probably piss a lot of people off, and that's fine. And, and this is why I don't put my opinions out online, right? Because, like, people get upset, which I guess I'm about to do when we publish this podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, but I never claim to, like, you know, be, like, all for everything I read on the internet. It's okay to be not agree with something. So if you don't agree with me, that's fine, but please, yeah. like. It's also like, okay to have your opinion, too, and I, I think it's I think it's cool to talk about things like this, you know, I think it's cool to, to, I don't know. I just think it's cool to talk about it and have these opinions. Like it's, it's interesting to get all these different viewpoints. And that's one of the things I like about the podcast that I listen to, you know, is I like hearing the different opinions and I like it when, you know, I've said it before, but like, I like it when you and I don't agree on something because like, I know we agree on a lot of stuff, but music or whatever, whenever we don't agree, it always sparks like a, you know, oh, yeah. interesting we, conversation. We don't agree on a lot of things like, yeah like they'll be yeah man i really like this thing or and you're like yeah no it's just not for me and i'm like all right cool well i'm gonna continue to talk about it so i'm gonna force it down your ear holes <laughs> like yes exactly see you know, see jimmy e world <laughs> right like like it's okay to disagree and just understand that you're just not gonna agree on something maybe someday i might like jimmy e world probably the screams the vinyl makes while it's burning those will be music to my ears but like <laughs> Like oh that's, I guess that's what I'm asking. 
for, for yeah. people to just be like more human about it, I guess. Cause they're just not like everything's such a travesty. Yeah. And yeah. everybody, most people take things really personally too. You know, it's, it's like, what was me? All this is happening to me, that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I understand how you feel, but I guarantee you, if you were to ask, you know, literally anybody that's doing the same thing as you, or has the same emotions, they're going to feel the same way. Right. And there's probably people that love working at the company and love working the crunch. And I know that's weird to think about like people who love to work under crunch, but some people like to work under pressure. Like, and that's just them. Nice. You know? So, like, it's fine. Everybody can have their own opinion. We can all still be friends. Let's all be friends. <laughs> speaking all right. of speaking of friends, man, <laughs> I pulled up our email. We got a couple emails to go through. You want to do that Are real you quick? serious? People yeah. I actually wrote in? We got, a, we, got, we got a couple. Oh, uh, shit. So, first, first of all, <laughs> this, I, I have to describe this because you, you can't see my screen, obviously. But uh, somebody sent me a picture and it says, you are not a dumpster fire. You're a majestic dumpster garden. <laughs> it, it's got, it, has a, it has like a, a huge green dumpster with like pretty flowers and stuff coming out. Who, uh, who, who wrote the email? Did they give you a name? Uh, it's, it's your uh, our mutual friend, Shell, sent uh, that in. Yeah. You are a dumpster garden. Wow, no, maje- A maje- majestic dumpster garden. Well, that's uh, fine. I don't. I don't know what episode that was from. You're hey, probably making fun of it, me. And Jimmy it takes. It, it takes. I. Do, I'm pretty sure I've said dumpster fire in every episode since the beginning. Uh, but hey, Shell, just so you know, it takes a dumpster fire to know a dumpster fire. So. Oh, that's cold, man. But thank you for writing it, Shell. I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> and then uh, she also was talking about a game that she was playing. She says um so i stumbled on these guys their music is on a mobile game brawl stars which that's a that is a great game Um, i have not played it why because hot take here phone games are for losers (laughs) no i just don't i'm not on my phone that much um brawl stars is is really good it's from the creators of uh, clash royale which okay. is like the the only phone game I've played for. Oh, I haven't played it recently, but it, it was a game I played a lot. Um, anyway, she says that I stumbled on these guys. The music is on a mobile game, Brawl Stars, and has no business being this good, in my opinion. Uh, it says she says check out Bad uh, Bad Randoms on Spotify. They have only four songs, but I was really enjoying them. So we will, <clears throat> we will check them out, Michelle. We will check them out. Will you will you check it or will you chiggity check it? I will check myself before I wreck myself. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. Thank you. Thank you, Shell, for writing in. We appreciate it. If anybody else wants to email us, uh, the email is the MHH podcast at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is the same thing. The MHH podcast. So feel free to message yes. us, please. All right. So that oh. was, that was one email. You said there was a couple. No, those are the two separate things that God she said. damn one, it! Oh. Yeah, one was the picture, and the other okay. was the, the, the yeah. I know. Well, I'm not. I'm not mad. Please, people, write in. We love. We love talking about this. Josh's life is a dumpster fire, and that is okay. All right. Oh my gosh. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, it'll get watered into a dumpster garden. A majestic dumpster garden. <laughs> I don't. I'm not gonna throw the majestic tag yet. I mean, you're still trying to figure out how to cook tuna properly. That's true, man. I got a lot of work to do. You ever, you ever burned cereal? I did. <laughs> How the milk is cold. That's what you think. 
I found a way. Oh, dude, I've been eating these uh, cinnamon sugar crispies. They are delicious. The snap crackle pop crispies with their cinnamon sugar flavored. Mm, so good. That sounds gross, actually. What? No, First of all, all right, hot take. Cereal is garbage. Okay, well, I'm gonna. We don't have enough time to disagree on this because I'm gonna go on a on a tangent here, man. Cereal's amazing. What are you talking about? Are you serious? How about you? Yeah, I'm a, serious. How about you eat an adult breakfast? All right. I no. <laughs> don't tell me my business. All right. How about you eat adult breakfast? How about some eggs, Benny? How about that? Well, first of all, I wouldn't take eggs from a guy named Benny. Those are his eggs. I'd have to go get my own. Secondly, you to hold his eggs. Hold my eggs. And I'll be like, are you yoking? <laughs> Why are you? Is that yolk? What is that? Uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Next, next episode, we're going to, we're going to deep dive into this about why cereal is amazing and why you're wrong. Bro, I haven't touched a bowl of cereal in probably 10 years. I want to pray for you, dude. You're why out. would you? No, I'm not. I'm not missing out on the trash panda that is milk and sugar. Dude, have you seen all the delicious flavors that are out there? Yes, because I have to buy it for my trash panda children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let me know what your kids are into. I want to try what they're eating. <laughs> uh, that's slightly provocative. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. I'm just saying, if they know, if they know good cereal, I want some recommendations. Uh, let's see. Well, right now they're eating Fruity Pebbles. Uh, but they really like golden grams and then occasionally they'll buy like the weird flavors of like pop tarts and cereals and try it once. And then I have to throw it away. Dude, they have a, they have another limited edition cereal that was so good. That was a golden gram cinnamon toast crunch. So it was like golden grams with the cinnamon toast crunch, like dust on it. That it actually off. sounds pretty good. Cause if I was to pick a cereal, it was so good. It would be golden grams. So anything golden grams. See, so maybe you shouldn't listen to the cereal killers, Nick, because you're not going to appreciate their music because you'll be like, I don't like cold cereal and milk. And that's a problem. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like cereal is just not my thing. I prefer I'm a hot breakfast kind of guy. You know, mm -hmm. I need it to be warm in my mouth. I don't like cold things in my mouth. <laughs> you don't like those fruity pebbles in your mouth? No. Oh, okay. No. Fine. It, it Cocoa needs... Crispy Minis with M&M's? Why what? are you Googling to stop? Sorry. Okay. Well, you, I want I need to try new cereals now. Uh, we, we, we've got to end the podcast. It, All right. We, All right. We, well, we've got to end it. You're, you're slowly morphing into trash pandaism, and I can't know. I'm going down a rabbit hole right now. Help, help me, Tom Cruise. Your, your dumpster garden is slowly withering away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's because I'm watering it with milk. You're watering it with something. I wasn't going to go oh milk, but that's too adult for the podcast. <laughs> well, we're 21. Oh, man. Well, happy 21st birthday to our, our majestic podcast. Our majestic podcast. Yes. Shout, shout out to the butt stallion. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Borderlands. It's out next week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay. Hashtag butt stallions for life. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Say it. Say it. Say it. I will not. Say it. Wild. Wild. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Say butt stallions. You got to say butt stallions. 
I'm going to end our friendship right here. Say butt stallions. <laughs> butt stallions. All right. Butt stallions for life. Go. Butt stallions for life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Until next time, remember, your life's not a dumpster fire. It's a raging, majestic garden. <laughs> Sponsored by butt stallions. And we're out. <laughs>